right, here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and this episode is a very special review episode. This will go live for the Loot Bros Patreon, the Loot Bros Podcast, and the Loot Bros Comic Cast. And what we're doing today is I'm going to sit down, I'm going to give you my reviews on the very first issue of Apollyon 20XX from the Godfo universe. This is one of the latest legacy comics um, issues that are coming out, kicking off a new series uh, written by Dan Evans. And uh, the artist on this one is your very own, the Loot Bros Comic Cast co-host, Josh Adams. Now, Josh can't be here with us because obviously I'm reviewing his work, so it wouldn't be very uh, much of a trusted review if, in fact, he sat here and explained things to me or talked about what he, you know, what he was doing. So we kicked Josh to the curb for a little bit. We're going to sit here and talk about his work. We're also going to be doing uh, another Legacy Comics book, the Sarita One-Shot. Now, this is coming out of the Condry series. This is a one-shot illustrated by your very own Loot Bros comic cast co-host Josh Adams and written by Mr. Patrick Hickey Jr. So you guys, if you've been listening to the Loot Bros podcast for any amount of time, you know that Patrick has been on here not only as the uh, owner and uh, editor-in-chief and operator of the Legacy Comics uh, that he launched last year, um, his comic book publishing company, but also Mr. Patrick Hickey Jr. has been on the Loot Bros podcast as a voice actor in a bunch of indie games and some wrestling, uh, a wrestling game coming up. I'll uh, call Russell Quest. So you, the Loot Bros listeners, should be very familiar with these two um, creators. Well, so very talented guys, uh, very great guys. So I'm going to put all my disclaimers up in the very beginning of the episode of the show. Guys, these are friends of mine. All right. These are coworkers in the creative uh, industry yeah, that we're all a part of. So take what I say with a grain of salt. What I will say is. Uh, do your research. You know, I'm going to tell you guys what I think and my interpretation of these two books that are coming out. And then I would encourage you guys to go check them out and see what you think. Uh, while I'm at it, I would encourage you to check out all of the rest of the Legacy Comics uh, books that are coming out. I do believe they're doing something very special over there. They got a little bit of something for everybody. Now, in the Loot Bros uh, podcast universe, the uh, LBCU, if you want to call it that, um, this we have we, we do everything here we, we talk about video games we talk about comic books we talk about movies we talk about shows we got uh wrestling stuff i mean we got a little bit of everything uh we cover all the big game consoles we've got i've i've, I've purposely put people on our podcast to that have different opinions and different interests than mine i mean don't get me wrong i would love to stack, stack the panel with a bunch of resident evil uh fans and comic book fans um, but that wouldn't be a good entertaining show for you guys if everybody just parroted the things that I like. So I would love for you, the Loot Bros listeners, to check out Legacy Comics, check out the rest of the Loot Bros, you know, the, the, the offerings, the wares. Uh, speaking of wares, we have new merch. We got new merch up on the merch store. If you go into the Loot Bros, any of the episodes, you go into the bio, there are links, there's link trees, there's stuff to all of my personal creative endeavors. There's stuff to the Ninja Loot band, a Ninja Loot who does the intro and outro music for the shows, all of my different musical projects that I'm a part of. Um, and then there is a link. I've been posting the link separate than the link tree as well to the merch store because we've got new merch. And our latest piece of merch is 
the poop sock. That's right. The long requested greatest shirt ever made. Shout out to you, JT. Speaking of shout outs, here we go. We're going to start this episode off with a toast. We are toasting to our Patreon producers for the month of July. We've got Redbeard Rick and we've got My Name is Effing Mayo. I'm going to give a shout out to you guys. Thanks for your support. We are toasting to the summer releases of the Legacy Comics comic books. The Godfoe Universe, Apollyon 20XX, and the Sarita One-Shot. And I know they've got other things coming too, but we're talking about those two first off today. Ah, mm. All right, everybody. So we're going to start off with Apollyon 20XX. Now, what I have here, I have review copies provided by Legacy Comics. So thank you guys so much for sending those over. I have not talked with any of the guys, uh, Patrick or Josh, about these books since they've been finished. Okay, so you guys have heard the conversations we've had on the shows. I've interviewed them both. We've talked about their creations. All right. Behind the scenes, I get sent a little bit of art every now and again. But as far as the complete, collected, you know, fully assembled versions of the books, I have not spoke with them about them. So, like I said, I want to put my disclaimers up front. I consider them both friends. I consider them both uh, uh, co-creators in the space. And I am a huge fan of both of theirs. So, take what I say from this point on with a grain of salt. That being said, starting off with Apolly and 20XX, the cover is freaking dope. All right. Now, if you guys will listen, or, or I don't know if you want to listen back, rather is the best way to put it. But if you, if you remember back, go way back to when we talked with with Josh on the Comic Cast, which all those Comic Cast episodes get put in the Loot Bros feed, especially the Patreon. But let's say you're brand new to the Loot Bros and you're like, oh, I've never listened to the Comic Cast. I'm not a big comic comic guy. Oh, I'm, I don't remember checking that episode out. Let's say you're brand new. So what is the Godfoe universe? All right. So the way Josh had pitched it to to us on the show was what if man had created an AI and that AI became God and, and people worshipped it and they controlled it and they used it. And anyone who opposed this new AI God became labeled as Godfoe. And, to, and, and, and the way that Josh likened the universe is very similar to Star Wars. There's the uh, there's the High Republic. There's the uh, Old Republic. There's the prequel, sequel, tre- the threequels, whatever. You know, Star Wars has the different eras is the best way to put it. The way that he and Dan have created their universe is with all that stuff in mind in the beginning. This is 10 years of them laboring over this concept and laboring over this universe. So this is the first, um, what they call an ash can. It's episode zero. What's an ash can, Resident Daryl? What, what does that even mean? I'll tell you. An ash can is essentially like a, uh, a preview, like a, uh, a, 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 not so much a prequel, like it's a, it's a half of a comic, you know, if you want to be technical. And it gives you a taste of what's to come. All right. And, uh, and, and Patrick said this on one of our episodes in the past that, you know, the first book of every comic book series is always, you know, that's going to be your highest selling book for a couple of reasons. A, it's number one. Everybody wants number one. Everybody thinks number one of something is going to be the most valuable. I mean, at least that's the way I was taught when I was growing up. Granted, I've learned that's not always the case. 
but it's episode, I mean, it's issue, episode, issue number one. All right. Also, you see a, a sales drop from issues one to two. So their strategy was let's put out a, what they call an ash can, a short issue to give you a taste of what's to come. And then hopefully it'll sell you, it'll hook you, and you'll buy issue one. And from the ash can to issue one, you'll be invested and then you'll pick up issue two through however many they're going to go. So an ash can is essentially a short half comic. Uh, half comic sounds derogatory, but it's 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 half the yeah the the, the pages, less pages rather, and it gives you a taste. And the first hits for free essentially, but it's not free because you got to pay for it. So going into a poly and twenty XX, we know that the general concept is that there is this AI created. All right, we know that if you are uh, this this AI is then exalted to become quote, God, and we know that if you are opposed to this, you are labeled God foe. Outside of that, we don't know anything else about it. So I'm going to start with the art because that is what draws me into comic books. Everybody's like, hey, Daryl, why is it that you, uh, you're such a uh, tall, handsome, athletic, smart, just great podcast host, uh, but you like comic books. What's up with that? And I'm like, I love the pictures. I love the pre- matter of fact, actually, funny story. Legacy Comics just asked why people buy comics on their social media. And I commented uh, for the pretty pictures. So funny how that worked out. I used it in the show. So, yes, I like the art. I love the freaking art. I love good stories. I love good storytelling. But I also love just some sick art. I just think that people who can draw and create, I, I think it's awesome. It gives a a visual representation of what they're trying to to do. And what I really, really love is when you have an artist and a writer that work so well together that they're telling two different, it says two sides of the same coin. They're telling two different sides of the story, one through the dialogue and one through the visual representation. The cover for Godfo Universe Apollyon 20XX issue zero is amazing. It's very very good. So, uh, for starters, just kind of paint a picture if you can't see it. So, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to do like some some YouTube rip out video version of this to where you you can't you, you can see all the pages of the comic because that wouldn't be fair to Legacy. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to post a I'm going to put a static graphic on there. And I'm going to explain to you what I'm seeing and encourage you to purchase. I'm actually going to put the links for all their stuff in for their shop in in the show notes. So the art is really good. Uh, the front cover has a has a, some nice color going on. Uh, very interesting. I, I like Josh's art style. I like the way he draws. Right. He, it said the character looks like Jax, if you can imagine um, Jax from from Mortal Kombat or Cyborg from the DC Universe. All right. Half of his face looks like it's covered in some sort of alloy or some kind of metal. His eye kind of lit is, is lit up like Cable from the X Men. So a lot of cool influences from from properties that are that surround the space. You know, you know, this is predominantly a gaming channel, but we do cover other things. Uh, this particular character is screaming in agony. It's very very cool. I love the way that the the Godfo universe, the font, and everything was it's, it's prominent at the top, but then the actual title of the book uh, it runs um, down the side of the issue. It's a very very cool cover. Very good layout. I really like it. All right, so we get into the actual meat of it. What is this? What's going on? What is the story? So, 
What is what is essentially happening is the story is broken down into a series of days. All right. So what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to go, you know, page by page and spoil it for you because I want you to pick it up. It's worth it. It's totally worth it. Okay. But but it's broken down into a series of six days, each page being a day. And uh, again, the art, very, very good. I love there's this this border essentially that Josh has created almost framing the pages. And instead of it being broken down into a bunch of panels, it's just giant full page art, essentially splash pages. But the each page is in fact a splash. And so what's really cool is you are witnessing essentially the, the coming to life, the creation of this particular character. Now we're going based off what Josh had told us. We're assuming this is the God. I mean, there is a, a dialogue line where it says, they call me zero. They say I am God. So I'm assuming we're right. But where we go from there is you have all these different characters surrounding this, this particular guy. He's laying on a table. He's got things plugged in all into him. and. I guess the best way to describe the 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 border would be like something organic, but yet also something mechanical. It's a very interesting, gives me almost dead space vibes. Uh, the, the way that everything it almost has uh, like it looks like wires, but all organic wires. You know, it's almost uh, tentacly, if you want to. If tentacly is a word, but tentacle ish. So. It is very interesting. It's very, very cool art, all done in this this black and white, but like not like black and white, like you would it, it, when you get like the Walking Dead comics. How like there's so much of the page is just open and and, and unfilled. Everything in this is shaded. There is there is detail to everything, and even the open space, the negative space, is covered with some sort of like shading. Very, very, very good art. Very interesting art choice. I really like it. It's almost horror-like. And I say that because it reminds me of, it's very sci-fi, but it's also Dead Space. You know, So it's very, very cool. Very interesting, very interesting art. And these, these, these characters that are surrounding the, the zero, as he's known, uh, these characters that are surrounding God, they have what look like almost like burlap sacks on their heads. You know, like there's, there's no real detail in their face. It looks like they're wearing uh, like a sack on their heads. Um, so it's very, very cool. Very cool art. So um, great cover. Great splash page. Like no panels. Just, just awesome, awesome art. And then the way that there's, um, uh, I don't images, uh, almost outlines of these characters as they the story kind of focuses in and out as it's talking about. There's two different beings by the time this is all all said and done, and how they're being created and what this this uh, this this character, his consciousness, how he's he's kind of thinking of like what is happening. You know, he can feel this, he can he can sense this. He's in turmoil. He's in anguish. Um, but then there's another character that's introduced. Very interesting. Very cool stuff. Um, jumping over to the dialogue. As far as is the story well written? Well, it definitely does what it's supposed to do. It, it gets you interested. You know, it doesn't give you too much. I mean, it's an ash can. It, it's just getting things started. 
Um, but it's def it's it's narrated from the first character that you that that you're introduced to, and it's just a bunch of uh, essentially thought bubbles, but not like bubbly and, and goofy. Like it looks very cool, very very good choice. Um, uh, Josh, I believe, did the lettering as well, so it's uh, I, I like it. I like his I like his letter placement. Didn't nothing obstructive, nothing obtrusive, but like it looks cool. Um, the font he used actually makes it almost look like it's very, um, like it's a thought, you know, this guy's thinking to himself, he's, he's saying things almost looks like a little, uh, not so, not so sporadic that it's annoying to read, but it definitely looks like there is emotion behind the text. But again, from the writing perspective, it's good because what you're doing, what it gives you a sense of and what this Ashcan is supposed to do is it is, this is the character created, calls himself Zero, known as Zero, and he is thinking all these things. And as each page goes by and each day goes by, he's like, oh man, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. Yeah. So you're understanding from the writing that like there is a lot happening at one time. and. There is some turmoil and some anguish, like I said before. So, uh, very interesting, you know, Ashcan. Like, there's, there's not, you know, there's only so much you can really say about it without reading it, uh, in my personal opinion. But it's very good. Like, very, again, sci-fi themes, horror, not so much horror themes, but like the, the visual aspect gives you like a little bit of a horror. Like, oh man, I, I resonate with this. You know, this particular character, um, there's one page, there's one splash where it seems as if he's breaking out of whatever he's plugged into and all of the text looks like a, like a, like a crazy person in an insane asylum wrote all over the walls. So outside of the dialogue, internal dialogue, then there's this one point where everything comes together and really just gets explosive and. Uh, and frantic frantic is definitely the best way to put it so it's a very interesting uh first you know, first little little ash can so uh, i highly encourage that you read it if for me as a reader of comics if i was to remove myself from being friends with these guys and i picked this up on a comic stand somewhere i'd be like huh that's pretty interesting i'll check out the next issue so it's 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 pretty it's pretty cool so i like i said for the art alone i would be invested all right. For the story being told, even though again it's very much a preview of what's to come, I would say, yeah, okay, I, I can get down with that. So, and let's be honest, comic book collectors, we love covers. The cover's great. So, I give this a two thumbs up. This is my endorsement. I say absolutely check it out. Now, again, yeah, I said this in the beginning. I'll say this now. Uh, these are friends of mine, so you know, take take my opinion for what it's worth and do with that what you will. Now. What I'm going to do is since, you know, this is the Ashcan, you know, the, the short, short issue, I'm going to do both of these reviews together uh, in one episode. So we're going to hop over and we're going to hear some of those names again because we've got Patrick Hickey Jr., owner and chief operating officer of uh, Legacy Comics, editor-in-chief, all those things. I think he even said it once he was the janitor as well. Maybe that was one of the other guys. Um, but we got Patrick wrote. Uh, this Sarita one-shot coming out of the Condry universe. And then Mr. Josh Adams does all the art for it. So, again, art, coloring, um, all that stuff. So, another great cover coming out of Josh. He did a really good job. 
Now, if you guys remember, if you've checked out a Condry or you've listened to us talk about Condry, uh, Patrick came on the show before and he explained a little bit about Condry and what's going on. So you have the Condry character and in Condry uh, issue four, he comes into contact with this uh, little African-American woman. And he tries to rob her. Now, in that story, you know, he's kind of having like a, like some second thoughts. He's like, I don't know that I really want to do this, but I got to do this. And, he's, and, he, and he comes up on her. And then they have a, uh, have a conversation where it's, she seems completely unshaken by him and what he's trying to do. And then it seems like there's an inevitable relationship that's going to grow uh, from their interactions. So we hop over to the actual Sarita one shot. And then the front co- and, the, and the main cover or whatever, it kind of gives you like an overview of like chaos, things that are happening uh, and spoilers, you know, things that are going to happen in this particular story. You got a side profile view of uh, Sarita and then you've got a gun pe- kind of pointed towards you. Fire going all over the place. A man robbing a woman, a dude in a, uh, in a bandana with a hoodie on very good cover, very great use of color. So very much enjoy that. So, um, but then it jumps into Sarita's story, and it builds the story up. Now, you know, with uh, the uh, Polly and Twenty XX, we started with art, and we kind of touched on story. This one is a full issue, and it, the story being told is, you know, where I want to start with. Okay, and again, I'm not going to spoil the story, but I am going to kind of highlight some of the things, and I want to give a shout out to Patrick for doing a good job of building up this character, Sarita, and giving you, giving you a reason to care about her and, and why you should. So uh, in this particular story, Sarita, a nice little old lady, kind of gives her backstory. She's a family woman. She's got a good husband. She's got a good kid. She goes to church. She's got a good attitude. She's very active in her community. As a matter of fact, as crime starts to, to really take over their neighborhood, she takes a stand against the crime and she does protesting, and she speaks out, and she does, seems like she does um, some sort of uh, voluntary service in the neighborhood. At one point in time, she's even uh, referred to as the mayor, um, like unofficial mayor was my take on it. Um, but so it, it, she, it does a really great job of explaining to you that she is just a good person with a good heart, and she's not shaken by anything. And as the story progresses, there is uh, a point in time where some trauma takes place. Now, this trauma will then shape her attitude. It changes her. It hardens her, makes her numb. And all that is conveyed very well through the dialogue. It's a very good story. Uh, Very reminiscent of the uh, Spawn universe. Now, not not so much in the art or the storytelling, but kind of the setting, you know. Um, If you guys think back to Spawn, uh, and it seemed like a lot of alleyway, you know, very very Batman, very Spawn, like a lot of things are happening in the alleyway. A lot of things are happening in the dark. A lot of things are happening when these criminals um, can kind of come out and take advantage of people. And something similar happens in this particular uh, book. And it just, I don't know. I don't know if it was so much the, uh, the, the setting, the art, the, the amalgamation of all that with the dialogue, but very much gave me a, a spawn vibe, or at least setting-wise. 
Um, I, I kind of want to touch on a little bit of the humor in the book. I want to give a shout out for <laughs> for the dirty underwear. That was hilarious. <laughs> Um, but a lot of good back and forth banter between uh, Sarita and her husband to really make you believe that she's like, this is like a real person with a real heart and really, they really care about each other. And uh, it was good. It was good. So, um, uh, but like I said, trauma happens. I don't want to spoil it because I really want you guys to pick the book up. And then some things change for Sarita. She gets hardened. She gets sad. She gets quiet. All right. Now, you guys know that in comic book history and comic book worlds, that like the superheroes are born from trauma. Like, you can't have a super without trauma. It just doesn't work that way. All right. But what this, this book does is it really tells the story of this character, her family, her trauma, and how she ends up right where she's at in Condry 4 when she meets Condry for the first time. Okay. So, what is my opinion on the actual writing and the story? I think it was very good. All right, I think that um, that Sarita seemed like a great person, a little foul mouth for a for a church going uh, family woman, uh, but it was good. It was good, and like I said, there's a little bit of humor in the book, and I liked it. I really did. I really really enjoyed it. Um, now let's get over to the art. Now again, all, full disclaimers in place. The art's fantastic. I really like the cover. I think if I uh, yeah, I think that if I saw this book on the on the shelf, I would grab it for the cover alone. Yeah, again, great use of color, uh, very great imagery. Like, I really like you. Know, you you tell a whole story with the cover, and I said this earlier in the episode. I don't love it when people don't use uh, the actual cover. Like, doesn't reflect what's in the book. You know, and don't get me wrong. I like when people just have cool covers, A, B covers, C covers, variants, whatever. But I also really like it when the cover actually tells, like, it, it, it relates to the um, story itself. That being said, um, getting into the art, Josh has some very cool panel work. I like how uh, it, this is very different than Napoli and 20XX. And this is a little more traditional. There's good panel usage. There's lots and lots of color. Um the actual illustration of the family is very, very good. I love the shading. There's so much shading and depth in this particular book. Um, I would highly recommend anyone who's a fan of art uh, just to, to check it out for that reason. Josh just goes ham on the, on the shading. Uh, and then there's, a, there's one particular panel I really loved where there's it's just Sarita sitting down and she's watching the TV and she's got pictures of her family up beside her. And then there's blown up pictures that are kind of scattered almost as they're, if they're thrown across a table, but they overlap and lay behind two panels. So it's almost like someone had the two art panels of here's the news story she's watching. Here's her sitting in a chair. And then if we threw a couple pictures down on top of it, how it would lay naturally. Very, very good. And then during the flashback scenes, it's a whole different filter and a whole different art style. Very good. Very good. I really like it. I really like the actual character illustrations, the use of color. There's a scene. There's one particular panel where there's a lot. There's a little bit of graffiti on the wall. Looks awesome. Like it's just, it's very cool how the, how Josh was able to take such a unique, I think he's, he's really coming into his own art style with some of these things that he's doing, but then throw something so almost realistic in the background. Like I expect if I walked up on some graffiti, that's what it looked like. Very good. 
And then there's scenes where the the trauma and the action bleed literally into another panel where something a little more wholesome was happening. So very, very good art style. I, I really, really like it. And then there's a scene where as um as things change, rather, you know, the the art style doesn't necessarily change, but the tone changes. Lots of lots of red, you know, lots of lots of uh emotion painted into the actual um the, the panels. Now I will say this, and I'm gonna give Josh a bit of a shout out. Like there's there's one particular scene where um uh, Sarita's husband is just like the main like the whole a whole page is a whole splash. And that art style is so telltale walking dead. I was like, looked at it, I'm like, man, that's incredible. Like, very, very good. Like, I would, if I was, you know, like making the next Telltale game, I'd say, hey, let's let, let let's let Josh do it. He nails their thick outline, you know, art style with with the excellent shading, which is very good, very, very good. I am a fan. And there is another panel I want to point out where again some trauma is happening, and then the actual trauma that happened is laid out on top of a reaction from Sarita with um, an ambulance and a, a a police car. And then just the way that they kind of fade and overlap on top of each other, it's freaking awesome. It looks really good. Each one of these pages could be pulled out and used as its own standalone piece of art, in my opinion. I think it's very good. And as things build up and as the story's being told, even if I didn't read one stitch of dialogue, I could tell what's happening and I would know what's going on and I could feel what's going on just through the panels, the backgrounds, the shading, the use of lighting and the the exaggeration of emotion just from the panel work. So it's very good. Very, very good. And it ends with Condry about to walk up on Sarita. So excellent, excellent work, guys. I'm a a huge fan uh, again. And uh, one more disclaimer. I didn't put that out there before, but we have an ad in this book as well. I believe we have ads coming up in uh, the rest of the uh, legacy books for for the summer. So I just want to put that out there that I am friends with them. I'm a fan of theirs. And we have financially supported the next wave of legacy comics. Uh, books uh, so take that for what you will you, you know take my words with a grain of salt i want to give a shout out to these guys for doing great work we don't here on the loot bros we don't have a review score right so so we just tell you whether we like something or we don't or if i didn't like something maybe you would yeah you know, i always say on this show not everything is for everybody i will say if you're a fan of comic books of spawn of batman if you like detective dark and gritty crime stories. I would say that definitely check out Sarita. You know, I would say this one shot might get you into the Conjury universe. I think that the, uh, the foundation they've laid with the first couple issues of Conjury is very good. And I look forward to seeing where it goes. I really hope that this takes off and becomes a large IP. Flipping it back over to a poly and 20 XX. I think that if you like sci-fi stuff, that's the you need, you need to go. You need to check it out. I think that the art style is very interesting, and they are very different from each other. And that's what is um, so interesting about reviewing two different books from the same artist. 
and seeing the difference in the art style and the choices. So very diverse stuff. Very good stuff, guys. Uh, like I said, Loot Bros Podcast, Loot Bros Comic Cast, Patreon, all you guys, check this stuff out. I'll put the links in the bio. When you get your books, when you get your previews, when you get all your stuff, I would love some feedback. Let me know what you think. Um, definitely check out the guys at Legacy Comics. Definitely check out Josh Adams, Patrick Hickey Jr. Uh, give those boys a follow. Check out their work. And if you want to see these panels, if you want to see this stuff, they posted a lot of this art on their Instagrams, Legacy Comics and uh, Josh Adams. So definitely check them out. I'll put all those links in the show. Uh, appreciate you guys for checking this out. I hope that I did a good enough job explaining what I'm looking at and telling you guys that I like it, that give it the two thumbs up. You should definitely, definitely check it out. With that being said, uh, this has been the Loot Bros Podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, do all the things. This feed, this particular episode is going to drop on a bunch of different feeds and going to go out to a bunch of different people. Um, would love some feedback. Write in to the show. Join the Facebook group. Get on the Discord. We got places for comic fans. We got places for gaming fans. We got places for moviegoers. We got places for, for people who take pictures of their food. We got all that stuff in the Discord. All those links are in the bio. Appreciate all you guys, and we're out of here. All right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to end this show with 1111 from one of my bands, Exit Humanity. I'm feeling a little rock today, so I think that's what I'm going to end us with. Uh, appreciate you guys who said all the kind words and throwing stuff out there at me about the music. I've been trying to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to throw some more remix stuff in the next few episodes, but I'm feeling a little 1111 for my Sarita One Shot and my Apollyon 20X.
amazing. Yeah.